The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Bitching, moaning, complaining about how things are here, but still gathering our stuff. Uh, some of the songs I played this morning played T.G. Shepard because it's his birthday. And uh, Miami, Miami, Keith Whitley song that came out in 85. And uh, the three guys that wrote it, uh, one of them was Dean Dillon, who wrote a bunch of George Strait songs. Uh, they were hanging out on their boat in Florida, and he said, my son came to see, see us and got introduced to this good-looking young lady, but he had to go back to California, and so that's where the song Miami, Miami came from. So they wrote the song, but they didn't have anybody to cut it. And folks, this is as country as it gets. Uh, one of the songwriters had a pair of boots that Keith Whitley really liked, so he said, if this song goes to number one, I'll give you my boots. And it did. Well, it's back now. Uh, it's being used on TikTok Creators are using a clip of the song to make humorous videos that feature well-meaning elderly strangers giving them unsolicited advice. And I clicked on it yesterday, and I didn't see any unsolicited elderly advice. I saw an app that I am just quite frankly too old to use and understand. I will have to have my 14-year-old show me what that's all about. 62 degrees downtown, going to be 93 today. After you have a couple of hundreds and hundred and ones and twos, these days feel pretty nice. Uh, wreck out by me last night, a head on at McGurl and Hoskins and they didn't post any more. So I hope it was just injuries. And then there was another motorcycle fatality in Billings last night. Oh, was there? You know, I wrote an article about motorcycles yesterday and that, that lane thing where they can, that, that lane filtering. I, I wrote about that when the, uh, when the legislation was passed and I, I, I said essentially what you said, you're, you're going to piss people off. It's, it's not a good idea. No. No, that they, they don't have to wait their turn and can zoom all the way up to the front. And then uh, it's not right. Uh, this one last night, apparently the uh, whoever drove the vehicle that hit the motorcycle being investigated for DUI. Oh. And another opportunity for, uh, for me to complain about news coverage in this town. But both the uh, TV stations that have local news and the newspaper, everybody's cutting back. Nobody's got the bodies. We don't have the we don't have the bodies we had five years ago. And same thing with the newspaper and TV. So uh, your news coverage now is rewriting the tweet that law enforcement sends out. Motorcyclist, sixty second Street West, with the intersection of Masters Boulevard. Mm. And uh, I saw a thing saying the motorcycle rider was thirty four, but he was killed. And if that lane filtering is such a good idea for the motorcycles. I was going a few weeks ago. I was going down 24th Street West. I haven't been on that road in a long time from Grand down towards King. Right. Well, you're like me. We tend to avoid that road because it's just always so stinking This was busy. a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I was going to eat or something. And uh, everybody stopped there. And here comes a guy on a little pocket rocket. And uh, he zooms right up through everybody's cars and gets right up to the front of the light and takes off. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, if lane filtering is a good idea, then how come cars can't lane filter? Like when you go up Broadwater and use that middle turning lane? <laughs> Just think of the traffic, <laughs> folks, we could alleviate. Yeah, no kidding. That that's a well, that's a lane that's not being used only for turning. Just think if there's nobody in it and the traffic's heavy, mm-hmm. why we could avoid somebody getting hit from behind. Uh-huh. We could use that lane for lane filtering, couldn't we? That's a great question. Lane filtering is a bad idea. Bad idea. That's something they brought. Remember, I still remember the guy's name, folks. Russ Shorten. Does that ring a bell? He's the guy that came in from Seattle 
that decided to start running our roads and decided to bring in all the de-icer mm-hmm. and ruined everybody's cars. Yep. Well, somebody came in and decided lane filtering is what's wrong with you, Hicks and Billings, and you need to lane filter. And so now we're going to lane filter. Lane filter where you came from. Stay there. Mm-hmm. We need a filter here. We need a filter. We need to run everybody through it. And you know, you, you know what we should do? Let's get away with lane filtering and let the let the motorcycles use all those bike lanes that we've striped in all the streets. Mm-hmm. The hundreds of miles of bike lanes we've got here now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not a good idea. Beartooth Highway got to open up Friday, mm-hmm. 5 p.m. We have it on good authority from every business owner in Red Lodge. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. That's been a big one for businesses up there. I know when we were up there and we talked to uh, Tom, he's a fire chief, and uh, we talked to him. He's got a business there in, in Red Lodge and talked about the amount of cars that uh, that run through the town every day when the pass is open versus the cars when the pass is closed, mm-hmm. and it's it's dramatic. In fact, one business owner said it's it was... It wasn't as bad during the pandemic as it was when they closed the highways and roads for the flooding. So right. I'm, I'm happy for those folks. I took a motorcycle up to Beartooth Pass one time. Remember the one I told you yesterday, my Yamaha XT250. Mm-hmm. Took it up to Red Lodge one time, went to my relative's place up there. And, and uh, in fact, even even made a shortcut on the Beartooth Pass. Instead of going down the switchbacks, I just went down the hill in a couple spots. So I didn't have to go down the road. I just went down the hill. and Oh, because you're young and bulletproof. And it was different back then. I, I lane filtered. <laughs> I got off of the highway and went down that way. But See, they had like a little mini tornado up there in northeastern Montana Monday. Mm-hmm. 109 mile an hour winds. Glentana. Never been there. Mark's lived here his whole life, folks. All 47 years. Thank you. And, God uh, bless you. <laughs> and uh, have you ever heard of Glentana, Mark? No. Uh, yeah, I haven't either. Looking forward on the map here. It's Valley County up there by Glasgow somewhere. It's Hinsdale. E- e- east of Opine. Opine. East of Opine. Oh, east of Opine. <laughs> For those of you that are traveling through our area, it's uh, now you know where it's at because it's east of Opine. Well, you want to go somewhere that's not crowded. That's right. <laughs> go to Opine, Montana. That's how you know if you're from the state or not. See, a lot of people listening, oh, well, now they know where it's at because you said it's east of Opine. For those of you at the KOA campgrounds and they say east of Opine, you don't know where in the hell you're at. Uh, go to Glasgow, head north. It looks like it's about a half hour from the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. Glentana. But you can't go into Canada without an appointment. Remember that. Long-legged Hannah from <laughs> Glentana, Montana, or whatever it is. Yeah, got way north of Fort Peck. Mm-hmm. Well, our, our golf trip to Medora, uh, that's the first time I've been that way where you go through Glendive and Weibo and yeah. East North Dakota and Medora. Right, right. And I've been to Glasgow, but I've never been north to Glasgow, north of Glasgow. Did you notice, did you notice when you went to Medora a month or so ago, did you notice that as soon as you get in North Dakota, you have full cell phone service, border to border? I wasn't really on my phone, so I didn't notice. Full service, border to border along the interstate there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the service in Glentana <laughs> isn't as good. <laughs> that storm may not have happened this year. But then again, <laughs> Mark, they probably got fiber optic like I got. Yeah, Probably. 
I got better internet than we have here at a multi-billion dollar internet company. I've got better internet. It was part of that Obama thing where they wanted to connect rural people to the internet. So they spent all those hundreds of millions of dollars to connect people. Experimental project. We just happened to be picked. We got fiber optic internet. Maddie's coming out this week. She's coming out Friday and, um, which is good. I'll have somebody else to help me. Hey, I'm giving her time off for a baby shower. (laughs) (laughs) Girls. I know it. Wants to go to a baby shower. I said, okay, you can clock out. But, um, she, when she comes out, she can work because I've got fiber optic and she said it, it's better than what they have, uh, for their company back in Iowa at their home. Hmm. So, and, and it, it, you know, it figures it's like, it's like you city folks that are accountants that have a stream running through your backyard. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a rancher that has fiber optic. Okay. Uh, the stream does you folks no good. What I wouldn't give for live water. Yeah. My whole life. I dreamed of what it would be like to have live water. Well, it, it, it affects you, it, it affects you every day, not having it. A crick or a stream, uh, anything. I remember Beat the Flakes Day in Red Lodge 34 years ago and up there and uh, playing the golf course. And there's a little, a little crick. It's only a foot wide running over the rocks, ice cold water, about four or five inches deep. And I dream, Mark's dreaming about reaching the green in two. And I'm looking at this and I am just euphoric. I just thought I would give anything to have that. Anything. It's the most precious commodity we have is water. And it's our most valuable resource we have in Montana, really, is our water. And uh, God, to have it, man, oh man, too late now. My, my place would look different if I was on city water. I'm on a well. I wouldn't have all the grass I got if I was on city water. Yeah. Too late. I'm on the end. I got rigor A more to send me invitations every week. <laughs> it's near the end. I can just tell. So it's too late. I'm never going to have live water. Uh, I just have to suck it up, face the fact that it isn't going to happen. And uh, what a difference water makes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some farmers in Glantana reported parts of their equipment flung a half mile from their homes. A half mile. What kind of equipment you running? <laughs> Boy, if you have something that picks up a piece of farm equipment and moves it. Yeah. I'm trying to think what piece of equipment could be picked up. Yeah. And um, probably uh, maybe a baler. Yeah. Uh, something like that. But boy, everything else is so heavy. 109 miles an hour. It's amazing. I saw what it did to my building, just a freak tornado thing that hit it. So, oh, it could pick up, uh, it could pick up like a Chevy pickup. Uh, you know, there's not much steel in them. Blow it away. Whatever. <laughs> Bring the pink slip. <laughs> fire season off to a slow start. Shouldn't that headline be fire season off to a great start? Yeah. Rather than a slow start? Yeah, the fire season's going just the way we want it right. to. Right, all right. The fire season off to a good start, not a slow start. Montana's cool, wet spring. Wet spring. <laughs> Here we go again, folks. <laughs> wet. I, I think they're just trying to egg you on now on purpose. Are, <laughs> they are. God, and you people know how it gets to me. Wet. It's wet. A wet spring. Wet. None of that wet is left. 
No. None of that wet is left. I mowed last night. I got sprinklers, and my lawn is is dying. Not wet. It wasn't wet. Montana's cool, above-average precip spring would have been the correct line, Brett. Come on, you know, you've been doing this long enough. You should know. Was it wet? Last year at this time, we had 1,683 fires already that had burned 400,000 acres. How come we didn't get a headline? How come we didn't get a headline around the world about how hot and dry it was in Montana? We're bigger than Portugal and Spain, you know. Mm-hmm. Our state is. We're bigger than London. We didn't get a headline. The headline all across the world is now London had a record high temperature of 101 degrees the day before. And it's it's everywhere. Who gives a rat's ass? So what? So what? Here we go again. Who cares? It's summer. What do you expect? What do you expect to happen? There's a guy, U.S. Department of Agriculture Statistics, says 40% of Montana's range health is rated good to excellent. Uh, that is not any longer true. <laughs> One guy ranches near Cascade. He had a personal account of how dry it is in his region. Moisture was so poor in the fall that winter wheat didn't even sprout. Last year, he cut 1,000 acres of dry land hay, where this year he'll only cut 25. Well, last year, I cut 25 acres of hay. This year, I'm going to cut 1,000. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hit or miss. Depends you know, on there, there's other people in this area that you can go to for information on drought and agriculture, GN40 and all those guys all the time. You know, Danes, there's a guy you can go to who has his finger on the pulse, who is well-versed, can talk about it. Uh, We won't be needing you until close to the election again. Thank you. Yeah. I'm cutting acres and acres of hay, and it's not good. But we're cutting it anyway because we have to have it. Um, We have to have it. I do have some good uh, oats, barley, and peas that came up pretty well, and I'm going to get uh, some tons off of that, which is good. I put in a forage mix. and, and uh, If we're having such a wet year, by the way, wet, 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 wet. How come the BLM declared more fire restrictions yesterday <laughs> if it's so wet? Those hmm? agencies don't really talk to each other, do they? No, they apparently don't. Stage one fire limit put in place by the agency because of the significant risk of wildfires. And uh, this is for Wyoming. Starting fires or keeping a fire going is prohibited except at a provided fire grate at a recreational area. Smoking is forbidden except in an enclosed vehicle and building. But you're not allowed to smoke in buildings. No. Or a designated recreation site or in a barren area that has a three-foot wide circle with no flammable material in it. How many tickets were written for smoking? Excuse me. <laughs> that that circle is only two feet, four inches. Uh-huh. You can't use chainsaws without spark arresters. Also need a chemical fire extinguisher with at least eight ounces of capacity in it. What? <laughs> Listen to these rules. You can't use welders or an acetylene torch in the camping area except in a clear area that has a 10 foot wide circle in it i've never seen a welder at a campsite that's just honey let's go come on get the kids i got everything honey did you load up the cooler yep and i got the welder and the acetylene torch too i threw that all in who takes a welder and acetylene torch with them when they go camping nobody and if you do and if you're using it it's because something had to be welded so you could go home and write me a ticket i don't care Nobody takes a welder and a settling torch with them. No one. No one. 
Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. Visitors to BLM land must observe additional year-round rules to prevent wildfires, which forbid the use of fireworks, shooting incendiary or tracer rounds in a firearm, using explosives. You're not allowed to use explosives. Hey, honey, did you pack the dynamite? Yes, honey, I got it. Okay, good. We're good. Pack the dynamite and the nitroglycerin. Off-road vehicles without properly installed spark arresters. People who defy these restrictions could be found in violation of federal law. Well, we have all kinds of federal laws you're allowed to break in this country. You can sneak in. You can do that. You can sell pot. Uh, you can change election laws. You can do all. We got people breaking federal law all the time. Break this one, though, folks. Oh, whoo. They'll come after you. London. Oh, boy. Worldwide news. London set a record. Set a record. Hmm. Hot all over. Uh, Albany, New York, going to hit 94 today. Not a record. Albuquerque, New Mexico, going to hit 101 today. Not a record. Birmingham, 94. Not a record. Boise's going to hit 100 today. Not a record. Casper, Wyoming, 94. Not a record. Cincinnati, 92. Not a record. Dallas today is going to be 104, 105. Not a record. Flagstaff, Arizona, 85 today. Not a record. Honolulu going to hit 86. No record broke there. Kansas City, 92. No record. Las Vegas is going to hit 110 today. That's not a record. Miami, 92. Not a record. Oklahoma City hits 102 today to 103. Not a record. Philly's going to be in the mid-90s today. Not a record. Portland will hit 89. That's not a record. Tampa, 94. Not a record today. Washington, D.C., where all this crap starts. 93 degrees. Guess what? Not a record today. And those are all hot temperatures, you know, which means what? That means that it was hotter at all of those places before, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter. Now it matters. No, oh, wait till we have electric planes. It'll be 75 and sunny. Yep. Sunny in 75. Who did that one? Joe Nichols. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's why I got Wilson here. <laughs> All those places today, all very warm temperatures, no records. No records. Our rail lines are fine. They close the, they close, folks, they closed the freaking airport in London yesterday because it was 101 degrees and they were worried that the runway wouldn't hold up in 101 degree heat. What the hell are they building stuff with out there? Wood? They were worried about the runway at 101. 101? It was 109 degrees in Phoenix yesterday. Their runway was fine. Mm -hmm. Houston yesterday, guess what, folks? Their runway was fine, was 102 degrees. Nope, not in London. The only thing you people are good for over there anymore, it seems like, are fish and chips. Mm -hmm. That's about it. You can't build a runway or a railroad over there? What's the matter with you folks? Hit 114 down in Vernon, Texas yesterday. Nobody even gave a rat's ass about Vernon, Texas, did they? Stanley, Idaho, it got down to 28 degrees yesterday. You didn't hear about that. No, they don't cover those. Nope. Nope. 
No. Guess yesterday, folks. Are you ready? National average, according to AAA yesterday, went down another two cents. National average is down now to 447. It's dropping two to three cents a day everywhere in the United States except Billings, Montana. Mm-hmm. I got a note from a guy that paid uh, 415 in Forsyth yesterday. Mm-hmm. But not Billings. 415 in Forsyth. Guess where they get their gas from? Uh-huh. Follow the tanker trucks, like I said yesterday. Follow the tanker trucks and then go to these places where the gas is all cheaper. Why? Why makes no sense. For, we were, folks, we were 30 cents below the national average just a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Now we're 30 cents above the national average. Why? You want something to, to be pissed off about. That's what you people should be concentrating on. Not not how much the ice cream was, a cold stove creamery or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you should be mad about the price there. The main train line from London to Edinburgh is closed. Crews are working to repair the power lines and the signaling equipment that was damaged by a heat-related fire. Folks, <laughs> heat-related fire. What caused that fire? Was the fact that it was 92 No. at 10 o'clock in the morning? Some had to start it. The heat didn't start that damn fire. Heat-related fire. Now we have a heat-related fire. They need Winston Churchill back there to uh, have these people toughen up a little bit. <clears throat> That's great news, though, about the pass. I mean, I, I mean, those poor people up there, they, you know, they were hit by the pandemic and they were coming out of it and they, they wanted a, they wanted a new year and they had, uh, there was new excitement in the air. Everybody was confident. There was hope and enthusiasm about a great summer and a rebound. And here we go. And then we have the floods on a freak storm because of the excessive snow melt and the huge amounts of snow that we had in this parched climate warming region mm-hmm. in the spring where it was colder than a well digger's butt up there all spring and summer and we added to the to the snowpack and then we had a rain perfect combination so you have to feel good about that better days are coming better days are coming for those folks Sky-high diesel prices are squeezing truckers, farmers, and the consumers. Let's see what Kathy Buswhites has to say about this. High diesel prices, driving up the cost of everything, from groceries to Amazon orders to furniture. That's because nearly everything that's delivered, whether by truck, where, or ship, uses diesel fuel. Truckers are turning down hauling jobs in states with the most expensive diesel. They're choosing lighter loads and in some cases working longer hours to make up for the money lost on fuel. Farmers harvesting hay and planting corn with diesel-fired tractors are taking a hit of thousands of dollars per week. Many of these high costs are passed down to consumers. Incorrect. That is incorrect. The folks, that is a lie that is incorrect. Incorrect. Farmers cannot pass their cost on to the consumer. No. That is a lie. A lie. We have no we have no control over the prices we get for our commodities. None, folks. We cannot pass our cost on. Where does this woman get off on that? These high costs are passed down to consumers. 
Not true. Not true at all. And see, she writes this. Mm-hmm. And most will just read it. You farmers, you're you're making everything so expensive. You know what I... Oh, God. Not true. We have to take whatever the market gives us. Mm-hmm. That's it. And why, and why, folks... Hey, Kathy, while you're writing this, why? Why have the prices of our fuel skyrocketed since Joe Biden took office when we had $2 fuel and we were energy efficient... And we were exporting oil. We were the number one oil producer in the world, exporting it to other countries. And then the Democrats got control. Mm -hmm. They ruined the fossil fuel industry of the country. They declared war on it day one. And that one move, according to you, Kathy, drove up the cost of everything. Groceries, Amazon orders, furniture, everything. It's because of fuel. Mm -hmm. And... You Democrats voted for him. You voted for this. You voted for high inflation. That's what you voted for. Why don't you defend yourself? You voted for it. You voted for higher gas prices. You voted for higher diesel prices. You voted for blackouts around the nation. You voted for that. You voted for high electricity costs. You voted for all of that. You voted for the wreck around the world. You voted for Iran's nuclear proliferation. You voted for... Putin, giving him an opportunity now to invade countries. You voted for the rat mess we've got in Afghanistan. That's right. You voted for the $85 billion that was left there. You voted for all that. You voted for North Korea expanding their missile system. Oh, yeah, you bet. You voted for that. You folks, you voted for all of that. That's, that's on you. Don't look at me. That is on your ass, mm-hmm. not me. You voted for all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You did it. You did it. Join the Roadside Event Center in Huntley, Saturday, July 30th, as they team up with the Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame to host a meet-and-greet bronze statue event with world-famous bareback rider and Montana's own Deb Greeno. The Deb Greeno and Dan Mortensen bronzes will be on hand to buy raffle tickets for and to purchase outright. The doors open at 6 p.m. with a meet-and-greet at 7 p.m., followed by great live music from Jared Rogerson Band at 8 p.m. For more information, visit RoadsideEventCenter.com. You like your 401ks? You like where they're at? Hmm? You like the turmoil in the stock market? Guess what? You voted for that. You vote. You wanted that. You voted for that. That's what you got. And they're not done yet. They're not done transforming America into a socialist country or trying to. They're not done yet. You haven't even seen half the damage that's still coming. He's got over two years left. Yeah. And unless, unless they can take over Congress... The people in America that know how to do it right and can stop it, at least, the legislation going to him. I, there's a bill yesterday. They want to they hurry and try to get four new Supreme Court judges on the court before November. That way they could once again have the majority. Then they can legislate through the courts. They can make law in the court, the Supreme Court, and they can just bypass Congress that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you voted for that. The masking. The shutting down of governments, the shutting down of small business, the shutting down of your schools, all of that. Guess what? You voted for that. You wanted all that. Yeah, That's on you. That's on you. You voted for it. CDC endorsed a new vaccine yesterday, the new Novavax COVID shot. Health officials say U.S. adults who haven't gotten any COVID shots yet might want to consider the new option from Novavax. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. The new protein-based shot 
is a more traditional kind of vaccine than the other three that they have been using. Now, advisors to the CDC unanimously recommended this option on Tuesday. They hope the U.S. also clears booster doses for teenagers as soon as possible. Give them three. Can I, uh, can give I, them four. Can I see some of your science on that? Or yeah. how, how did we arrive at these numbers? I don't know. Just give them. Worry about Look, just give it to them. Use these all up. Somebody's making tons of money. Uh, four. Give them four shots. Everybody with four shots? Not everybody. A lot of them. They're still getting it. Did it prevent hospitalizations and death? Yeah, probably did. And did it not prevent people from getting COVID and dying? Yep, it did that too. Oh, and was I ridiculed early when I said that. And now all those people are quiet as a church mouse. They vanish. They move on. They switch stations. I don't listen to you. They they go become a hater for somebody else. They do. They do. Yeah, they do. Billings School District Board of Trustees unanimously voted to suspend their face mask policy during their meeting Monday. (coughs) They also agreed to schedule a special meeting next week to discuss ending their emergency declaration, according to an article in the paper today. Two hours, parents and school district faculty argued with the board that students were negatively impacted by these requirements. Now, I want to know a couple things. Number one, for two hours, how were parents able to engage and argue with the board members? Because I went to a meeting with Emily Pennington, and we were not allowed to engage with the board members. Mm-mm. We were not allowed to argue with them. That's nope. right. That, 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 was, that was a listening meeting for them. Greta Beshmoen, very adamant. We will not engage in any conversation. We will not discuss it. We will not talk back and forth. We will sit here, and we will just listen to what you have to say. That's what this meeting is. So how were they able to do that last night? Their policy, known as 1905, requires all of their staff, volunteers, visitors, school-age children to wear face coverings in any school building regardless of their vaccination status. And the superintendent, one man, under God, indivisible, is allowed to amend the policy if he wants to. School district clerk provided an update that reported 1,700 complaints and five appeals and 14 active lawsuits against the mask policy. Good. And and that's what it takes. Commenters argued students' education, mental health was negatively impacted by mask wearing. The policy was ineffective in preventing the spread of COVID-19. Folks, there is study after study after study after study that tells you the masks aren't doing anything cloth masks they're leaving school and their cars together sharing taco bell drinks and everything else and then coming back and for health reasons you have to be masked up Uh are you kidding me what you're doing is unfair to the teachers and to the students and to the parents to string us along said school district two teacher Kristen reichert good for her Oh, boy, is she going to have an asterisk next to her name? Uh-huh. Wait till they find that. They'll put an asterisk next to her, next, next to her name. While the board discussed procedures and potential procedures, they clarified removing the disaster declaration would involve updating their safe return to school community services plan. Oh, yeah, that's right. That plan. You know what's in that plan, folks? I can tell you what's in the plan. 
$5.1 million in bonuses for the administrators. Mm-hmm. I can I can go down the list of all the stuff in that plan. The $50 million that was supposed to be used to make the school safer mm-hmm. and make it healthier and provide the equipment and apparatus need to protect the students from an illness. That's what the money was for. And now I can show you what all the money was spent on. New curriculum. Mm -hmm. That keeps them healthy from COVID. A new curriculum. $5.1 million in bonuses for these administrators. All of that stuff. The new hirings. Raises. Extra sick pay. All kinds of things. That kept your student healthy and safe from a disease. I wonder if any of the lawsuits are about that. I doubt it, sincerely. I doubt it, sincerely. That's why their mill levy went down. Larger than any mill levy I can ever recall in the 30 to 40 years that we have been on the air in this city. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a message. A lot of teachers have threatened to leave if they have to keep masking up. I don't blame them. Oh, wait a minute. And by the way, school district two, their body, their choice... Some. No, 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 no. <laughs> their body, their choice. Uh-huh. Remember that. I do. Because uh, you folks are all for that. Their body, their choice. Democrats, too. There's another issue you voted for. What What happened to our body, our choice? Hmm? What happened to that? Well, except for that. We'll make that decision about your health and your body for you. Mm-hmm. It was then agreed on a unanimous vote under District Policy 1310... That would allow suspension of the policy. The board also agreed to meet next week, special meeting with one agenda item to address the emergency declaration for the district. A date for that meeting is yet to be determined. Um, kids in masks. Mandatory that they wear a mask. One mandatory that they wash their hands or use a hand sanitizer before they come into every classroom. The hands spread it. Mm-hmm. Nothing there, just the mask. Just the mask. And, uh, but one man, indivisible, under God, can change it at a moment's notice. He can do it. Well, that needs to be reviewed too. Yep. You know, yeah. the, those school board folks, they work for us, but it sure, it doesn't seem to be working like that, That's does right. it? No, they, they work. Yep. They work for us. And, uh, good for the teachers. I'm glad they're rising up. I'm glad they're rising up. Well, and I told you, I know of a business where they remasked and had people walk out, had people call in sick. People aren't going to do another. They're over it. Yeah, that's right. They're over it. We, we gave you your freaking six weeks to flatten the curve and wore the masks. By and- the way, COVID-19 is gone. Mm-hmm. Nobody even gets COVID-19 now. Nobody gets, folks, nobody's getting Delta. Nobody's getting the Delta virus either. COVID-19 went bye-bye. The Delta virus went bye-bye. This is the new Omicron 2.5 variant. That's the new one now that's coming. And uh, it'll change again. It'll mutate again. But what they have established is a precedent about control and power over you, about America's businesses, about everything. They have established that control. And that should have never been allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Our body, our choice, my business, that's like China. Folks, that, that's, that's crap China does. They, they shut down your way to earn a living in your business. Sorry, we've decided that hair salons, hair salons are not allowed to remain open. But the recreation department at Walmart, they can still sell stuff. (laughs) That's what happened. Sure. 
Uh, we've decided that's dangerous. And we've decided how many tables you're allowed to have. John Felton. Where in hell did he get all that authority, folks? Hmm? Who gave that to him? What gave him the right to ruin the livelihood of so many people mm-hmm. in this town? When people had the option not to go out and not go there. Mm-hmm. People had the option to stay home and stay healthy. People had the option not to patronize. We weren't forcing anybody to go into a restaurant. Mm-hmm. We weren't forcing anybody to go to a barber shop or in. Nope, but they they forced them to close and reduce their business hours and everything else. They forced them. And a couple of you that stayed open anyway, they sent inspectors out and said, if you don't close immediately, we'll suspend your business license. China. Yeah. And folks... You Democrats, you voted for all of that. Mm -hmm. You're the ones responsible for all of that. What Governor Bullock did, all of them. You're responsible for those people who lost their businesses. People who had worked for 30, 40 years and lost them. Because they made you, they made you take responsibility for a person who may have been vulnerable that had all the options to stop it, stay at home, wear a mask, wash their hands, not go anywhere. They made you suffer instead of putting the responsibility on the person who may be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Well, back to my allergy medicine story last week. Same thing. Same thing. You show ID. You sign here. You don't come back and get any more medicine for 30 days. Sorry you can't breathe. Yeah. Never forget that. And we can't, you can't let them go back to that. They've already established it, though. See, they've already established that protocol. Mm -hmm. They got you. That was something that you lost. That was a freedom that you were willingly not, willingly gave up and were forced to give up. And you you can't ever go back there again. So. No masks. Kate, we'll get rolling here. First news coming up, Weird Wednesday on the way. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat, it's where it's at.